0: Welcome to Macquarie Street, the national political podcast coming to you from the crucible of Australian democracy. Here's your host, Lyle Shelton.
1: But the fact is, the Andrews government has been a a seriously bad government. It's been ethically challenged. uh, It's been uh, uh, competence challenged. Uh, I mean, the hotel quarantine program, which ultimately... Uh, caused the virus to leak out into the community at a time when almost no-one had any immunity or vaccination and killed 800 people was one of the most inept programs in contemporary Australian history. Um, This is a government which uh, plainly has broken lots of rules. It's created effectively a party state here in Victoria. So, uh, I think it's a target-rich environment for the opposition. There's a lot of Teals, though, running. Do you think that could be hard hard for the Liberals' prospects, particularly in Kew, particularly, you know, with Tim Smith leaving there, with Sandringham, tight seats there, Hawthorne looks tight? Yeah, look, people have to understand that a vote for Teal is effectively a vote for the Andrews government. Uh, If you want to vote, if you want to keep the Andrews government... Uh, vote teal if you want to change the Andrews government. Vote liberal. Simple as that. Do you think Matthew got Do you back Matthew got Do you have a, do. do you talk to him regularly? Uh, look, uh, um, I don't talk to him regularly. How come? Well, because <laughs> I'm, I'm a former federal politician, and the issues are sometimes a little bit different. But uh, but look, uh, I back the elected leader of the party. Uh, I want to see Liberal oppositions become Liberal governments and I want to see uh, Liberal governments stay in office, that's how I work. There's a fair bit of Liberal baggage though after what came out with Scott Morrison though, don't you think Victorian voters would be sick of seeing what they're seeing there and not want to vote Liberal on the Parliament? Look, uh, if you you don't vote Liberal, you are effectively voting for the Andrews government and the Andrews government is uh, probably uh, one of the worst governments Australia has ever had. I'm
0: here in Victoria for the next three months to fight what Tony Abbott described as the worst government in Australia's history, the Daniel Andrews Labor government. It's a fight for family, it's a fight for freedom, it's a fight for faith. This is a government that will transition your child's gender at school and keep it secret from you as the parents. It's a government that has made it illegal for parents, pastors, doctors or counsellors to talk a gender confused child out of radical life altering reassignment treatments. If you do anything other than lead a confused child to a gender clinic, you could be thrown in jail. But sadly Matthew Guy's Liberal National Coalition is not much better, offering little alternative at the November 26 state election. You see, the Libs and the Nats are on a unity ticket with Labor, the Greens and the Sex Party when it comes to so-called conversion therapy laws. Children can face irreversible damage to their sexual function and lose parts of their male and female anatomy. You will have heard that in the UK, the Tavistock Gender Clinic in London was recently shut after a leading paediatrician, Dr Hilary Cass, conducted a review. Her findings were damning. She said affirmation therapy was harming children. Tavistock was immediately closed. Kira Bell, who at 16 was put on puberty blockers and later went on to have both healthy breasts surgically removed, came to regret her decision and sued Tavistock. Now thousands of victims and their families are considering a class action. Yet here in Victoria, both sides of politics have conspired in the building behind me, the state parliament, to keep the gender clinics open. Both sides of politics support criminalising parents, pastors, imams, doctors or counsellors who try and talk a child out of doing irreversible harm to their bodies. So determined is the Liberal leader, Matthew Guy, to protect harmful gender-fluid ideologies, indoctrination of children, that he even reneged on a coalition promise to amend Dan Andrews' so-called conversion therapy laws. The only conversion therapy allowed in Victoria is defying biology and converting a girl into a boy or vice versa. There is no care as to what body parts are sliced off in consigning a child to lifelong infertility and sexual dysfunction. The political class here also provide over a Department of Education policy which says teachers are not to tell parents if a child wants to transition. That's right, politicians from this building have either instigated or acquiesced to policy which requires transitioning children to the opposite gender secretly without their parents' knowledge or consent. But this is just the start of the totalitarianism flowing from this building. In June, new laws came into effect which prohibit religious schools from upholding their beliefs on marriage and gender. A Muslim school has lost the right to positively discriminate in favour of a staff member who upholds Islam's teaching on marriage. The same is true for Christian and Hindu schools. It's not just social policy and civil liberties that are being trashed here. The Andrews government has Victoria in, the, in, in eye-watering $160 billion worth of debt and it has banned measures which could bring down the cost of living such as expanding gas supply. The premature closure of coal-fired power stations has hiked the cost of electricity and made the grid susceptible to blackouts. These are the sort of things that happen in banana republics. This is why Family First is back. We are building a political party here in Victoria and around the nation to take on the woke social and economic agenda being pursued by the Labor-Liberal Green-Teal Quad, which runs Australia. To varying degrees, they all support the same anti-family, anti-freedom rainbow policies. They all support the premature, transition of our energy away from what works to what doesn't because of misguided climate alarmism. This is driving up prices and inflation exacerbating the cost of living crisis. Family First will be standing candidates at the Victorian election who will do what the political establishment does not, and that is put your family first. No longer can we sit on the sidelines and let what is happening in Victoria metastasise throughout our nation. Many of us have stayed away from party politics, but if we want to save our state and our nation, those days must be consigned to the past. Involvement is our concern, it's not up to someone else. It is for us to do what concerned citizens must do, and that is take a hold of the tools of democracy and fight for our families, for our freedom, and for the economic welfare of our children. To keep in touch with Family First Victorian election campaign, please go to familyfirstparty.org.au and click join us. We'll have more to say about our campaign in the coming weeks. It doesn't matter where in Australia you live, what happens here between now and November 26 will affect this nation. You can be a part of positive political change. Join us today. <laughs> She was live streaming as she was handcuffed by her kitchen bench. What on earth? Excuse me, what What on earth? The pregnant mother arrested and handcuffed in her pyjamas in front of her children by Victoria Police has had her charges withdrawn after a two-year legal ordeal. Ballarat woman Zoe Buehler's crime was to post on Facebook about a September 2020 anti-lockdown protest. She was charged under Section 321G of the Crimes Act, which makes it an offence to incite a person to pursue a course of conduct which will involve the commission of an offence, quote. This week, police dropped the charges, saying it was no longer in the public interest to prosecute the mother of four. It comes a week after evidence emerged in the UK that lockdowns killed more people than they saved. Earlier this week, former Deputy Prime Minister John Anderson tweeted, sensible people warning against the unintended consequences of extended lockdowns especially in victoria and especially for young people were sometimes ridiculed ain't that the truth Bueller was supported in her legal battle by the institute for public affairs a freedom focused think tank but not before her costs exceeded one hundred thousand dollars one of the most shameful episodes in victorian law enforcement has reached its rightful conclusion today with the in- incitement charge against Zoe Bueller being dropped said Morgan Begg the director of the legal rights program at the IPA here's what the brave Bueller had to say on the steps of the Ballarat, at the Ballarat Magistrates court after her charges were dropped I hope I can be an inspiration that more of us should stand up for what is right and you know in in the end you know justice will be served now a smug premier Daniel Andrews hit back. Who gets charged is not a matter for the Premier. But listen to Bueller again. I hope one day you'll have your day in court. Good on you, Zoe. Family First is calling for a royal commission into the COVID response so that the mistakes that were made are not swept under the carpet. Lessons learned about the deployment of government power with limited public accountability must be learned and never repeated the choice is woke or woke, Victorian voters are opting for the devil they know. Polls show Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews, Labor Government, is cruising to an easy victory on November 26. This is largely because the most anti-family and anti-freedom government in Australia's history has no opposition. Family minded voters have no discernible choice. The Liberal National Coalition under Matthew Guy supports most of the worst of Andrews policies. Guy put up no fight to stop. Laws which criminalise parents who respond to a cry for help from their gender confused child. Laws which strip religious schools of their freedom to uphold their teachings on marriage and gender. Education department policies which compel teachers to hide a child's gender transition from parents. Anti-gas exploration rules which are hiking utility bills. Spectator Australia commentator Neil Brown said Guy was determined to outflank Labor on emissions and woke social issues from the left. Guy's social and economic policies offer families no choice when it comes to selecting the party of government. To add insult to injury of social conservatives hoping for an alternative, Guy expelled respected pro-life upper house MP Bernie Finn from the Liberal Party. Last week's news poll confirms that voters prefer to stick with the devil they know giving Labor an unassailable, unassailable two-party preferred lead over the Liberals 56 to 44%. Former Prime Minister Tony Abbott described Andrew's uh, government as the worst government in modern Australian history. With both Labor and Liberals supporting the same woke policies pursued by the Greens and Teals, Family First is working to raise candidates for the election to the upper house. Principled and courageous voices are required to push, back on the anti-family, anti-freedom policies of the political establishment. Something that uh, has brought home the seriousness of all the things I've been talking about today on this podcast was a telephone conversation I had at the weekend with uh, a, a lady, a grandmother. She'd actually been a, a donor to Family First. I'd just run her to thank her for her donation. And she told me that uh, she really believed in what we were doing because it was personal to her. Her granddaughter uh, here in Victoria uh, had been taken by the hand by her school uh, down the pathway of gender transition and the parents had been denied all knowledge of what was going on. It had been kept secret from them. Just as I was saying earlier in the podcast about the uh, Victorian Department of Education policy, Daniel Andrews' policy uh, that says that parents uh, can be uh, kept in the dark, uh, when a child decides at school to tell the teachers that they want to go down the pathway of transition. Now, this is this shocking. I could hear the emotion in the voice of this grandmother. Uh, no grandmother should have to go through this. It is absolutely wrong for any government to hide anything from uh, the parents about their child. Uh, unless there's some sort of criminality or something like this, but this is not what we're talking about here. Uh, (laughs) Although this is where the ideology that the government has imbibed is taken, it's trying to criminalise good people who simply want to protect their children from harm. So it's serious, folks, uh, what's happening here, and uh, that's why we're fighting, that's why uh, your support is so crucial. So thanks very much uh, for tuning into the Macquarie Street Political Podcast, coming to you from Spring Street in Melbourne uh, this week. Uh, Please continue to follow our work, familyfirstparty.org.au, and we'll look forward to uh, talking to you again next week on the Macquarie Street Political Podcast. Uh, Before I go, uh, a special shout-out and thanks to Dave Pello and Aidan at The Good Source News uh, for production and editing of this podcast. Couldn't bring it to you without their help. Thanks again, all the best, and we'll look forward to chatting again next week. Goodbye.